This is Jessica, your web church host. Welcome to Calvary FL Online. We're so blessed to have you join us today, along with viewers from all over the world. We consider you family and count it an honor that you feel blessed by this ministry. If you'd like to share what God is doing in your life, please email us at stories at calvaryfl.com. Also, if you would like to give or be a part of what God is doing at Calvary, you can do so by logging on to calvaryfl.com or by giving through our Calvary FL app. Thank you for joining us for today's worship experience. before him right now. Come on. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord today. It's going to be just a little bit different, but today has been awesome. This is the kind of day that makes the devil panic. 
This is the kind of day that puts demons on the run. This is the kind of day that raises up bold believers. This is the kind of day that convinces you God can do anything. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to be preaching an illustrated message called Breaking Containment. I want you to open up your life because there's some of you here today and you thought, man, I should be further along. You feel limited. But after this word, in Jesus' name, the containment is going to be broken off of your life, broken off of your family. It's time to shift. Who's ready to shift? Amen. here today ready for God to do a new thing in your life let me hear from you if you're hungry for God to do a new thing in your life I don't believe we can take someone somewhere we've never been so I'm at the front of the line I stand here as your pastor as your leader as your spiritual father and I say God do a new thing in Jim Rayleigh. We don't want to just get by. But here's what I know. There are some things in your life and in mine that have to shift. I'm talking to people who you've outgrown the season that you're in. I'm talking to folks who are desperate to see a shift in their family, their situations, their circumstances. People who need a financial shift and even some who feel trapped. You feel like I ought to be further along. There ought to be more. And the enemy has convinced you that you're going to live contained. But today in Jesus' name, we're going to break containment off of your life. The old prophet Isaiah, he's called the Paul of the Old Testament. His writing style is amazing in brilliance and versatility. Nobody in the Old Testament is quoted more than Isaiah. And Isaiah penned these words thousands of years ago, so apropos for you. He said in Isaiah 54, he said, Sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing, <laughs> cry aloud. One translation said, Don't just sing, sing loud. Hallelujah. You have not labored. 
with child for more of the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. He said, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Here's what he said. He said, you're about to break containment for you will expand to the right and to the left and your descendants, your children will inherit the nations and make desolate cities inhabited. And finally, no weapon, verse 17, formed against you shall be able to prosper. Hallelujah. If you're going to shift today into what God has for you, you're gonna to have to know what it is to break containment. The people that this letter was addressed to, the people of Israel, that Isaiah prophesied to, they knew the stark, cold reality of living with containment. And in this text, guys, it's so awesome because God promises a shift. And I wanna tell you, containment must be broken off of your life. And in Jesus' name, I declare it will be. Containment is defined as this, is defined as the restraining and the preventing of expansion. The enemy wants you to be trapped, but I wanna to reveal to you today some things that create containment in your life because how can you deal with it if you don't know what you're dealing with? Now, now these things, guys, can I be real? These are things that I've personally dealt with. These are things that I've battled in my life we all have battled with them. Things that have contained us, things that want to hold us and trap us and restrict us and choke out our purpose and our expansion and our destiny. There's several things that create containment. Number one, doubt creates containment. Doubt is a huge factor that can hold a person in containment. And here's how you can tell if you're dealing with doubt, if you're doubting yourself and, and doubting your destiny. Somebody who doubts allows others to treat them in such a way that they don't deserve to be treated. You know you're, when you're dealing with doubt, when you begin to doubt yourself, people will treat you poorly and, and you'll say, well, I'm only getting what I deserve. The truth is there's people in this room today the devil has sold you a lie and made you feel like you don't deserve very much. I want to tell you something, young lady. I want you to hear me. I want to tell you something, young person. I want to tell you something, sir. You have trained people how to treat you. Some of you right now are training folks how to treat you. You got to value who you are. You got to believe that God loves you enough that he sent Jesus and your purpose and, and your destiny is precious. Some of you are here today and, and you don't really feel like you deserve good things from God and you don't even allow yourself anymore to dream big because you doubt that you'll ever be able to do anything big. You're contained by self-doubt and, and you're not striving for greater things. The enemy has convinced you that survival is all it'll ever be. Stop believing in yourself. Here's what I know. It really doesn't matter who doesn't believe in you. You're not in trouble till you don't believe in yourself. 
your conversations in your head sometimes they turn doubtful you sit there and nobody even knows what you're thinking but you're thinking defeat 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 I can't it's doubt it's doubt it's doubt and there are believers who love Jesus sitting right here in this room today watching by live stream around the world and you're wrestling with containment and the truth is you think you're just doubting yourself but in reality precious you're not doubting yourself you're doubting your God it's sad to see someone like you someone like you someone like you with unlimited potential in God contained because of doubt you need to kill that spirit of doubt you need to let your faith roar so loud that 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 your your doubt can't hear what your faith you you can't hear your doubt anymore you hear faith in God faith that God is able faith that the Lord is on your side let your roar be so loud in faith that you don't even hear what your doubt is saying. Don't allow yourself today to be contained because of doubt. James 1, 6 says this, ask in faith and, and don't doubt. Doubt creates containment. Doubt limits your life. Get in faith today. And believe. Luke 1, 37 says, for with God all things are possible. When doubt creeps in, our world gets smaller. Something else I know that creates containment, complacency creates containment. Complacency says, I'm okay. This is good. There'll never be more. This is fine. I thought I would have more. I thought things would be different, but this is okay. This is fine, I'll settle. People who are complacent, seems like they never achieve or they never break containment because their lives are lived on autopilot. The enemy wants you to live your life just surviving, just on autopilot, just making it through the day. But here's what I know, you are made for more than that. I'm convinced complacency is the silent assassin of greatness. Complacency will lead to your extinction. Your dreams will die before you ever see a manifest. Your purpose dies when you're complacent. Your opportunity to break containment dies when you're complacent. Complacent people are contained. They, they can't recognize new opportunities. They never see a new horizon. Complacent people don't burn out. They rust out. When you rust out, rusting out is a slow death that comes from actually making decisions that keep you alive. The devil doesn't care if you live. He doesn't want you to be alive. He doesn't want you to have life. He doesn't want you to live joy, joyfully and live with peace and victory and breakthrough. I want to tell you, Jesus didn't die on the cross for you to just survive. He came so that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's my life. I want to live a life that is purposeful, that is plentiful, that is powerful, that is unhinged and unlimited. 
Oh, we've all heard about burnout, but rust out is the opposite of burnout. Burnout is overdoing. Rust out is underdoing. When I see a complacent person, they're stuck. They won't take risk anymore and, and they grow old never achieving their potential. I've had to ask myself, have I been complacent? Can I ask you, has complacency and settling kept you contained? Has it robbed you of the potential that you have? Have you settled? The old prophet Amos penned these words that were so powerful. He said, woe to those who are at ease in Zion. He said, you're just existing when almighty God has made you for more. The person who's complacent they're not hot, they're not cold, they're lukewarm. And Jesus talked to the lukewarm in Revelation. And he said, because you're not cold or you're not hot, he said, I'll spew you out of my mouth. I can't use you because you're satisfied to settle. Complacency. It's gotta be broken off of your life. You can't just survive. And I'm telling you, complacency will never live in this church. I break complacency off of this house. We're never going to be satisfied. We're never going to just survive. Well, I want to tell you something. As long as I live, we're going to always be a radical church. 21 years ago, we did outreach. We started busting in the homeless. We started caring for the least, the last, and the lost. 21 years ago, we reached out for missions. We've become a house of power. We've become a house of authority, a house of prayer, a house of praise, a house of worship. And let me tell you, we ain't stopping anytime soon. We are not going to survive. We are passionately pursuing everything God has for us. Check us in 10 years if Jesus tarries and this house will be full of people and it'll be full of power and the altars will be full and the glory will come because we do not survive. We do not survive. We are not complacent. Complacent people are contained. A complacent church is contained. Let me tell you, complacency creates containment. But the third thing I want you to understand is this. Wrong company creates containment. Sometimes the very people that you hang out with hinder your life. Sometimes the very relationships that you have made are draining you of your opportunity to move forward and to break containment. Oh, I know it. I've looked in my life and evaluated at times relationships that kept me contained. And I want to tell you, nothing will keep you trapped in a season longer than wrong company hanging out with wrong people because the truth is sometimes folks aren't going to go where God has called you to go sometimes the greatest gift you can ever have is the gift of goodbye Not the gift, I don't love you. Not the gift if we can't be in relationship. But that gift that says, I'm not going to stay in this season that I've outgrown. I'm not going to continually rehearse my problems. I believe that the Lord is on my side. And if God is for me, then who can be against me? You need to find people who want what you want, who desire Jesus like you do. You need to find people who are ready for a new season.
See, I want to tell you something. No matter how gifted you are, no matter how much potential you have, your life will be contained. It'll be limited. It'll be greatly hindered by your close associations if they're the wrong ones. Often how high you rise and how far you go is greatly influenced by the very company that you keep. The Lord spoke this to me this week. He said, tell them their friendship is their life ship. Sometimes the friends that you have cause your life ship to be a sinking ship. But your destiny is too great. You need the wisdom to choose right relationships. I decree in faith that in the next season, God is opening right relationships up for you. I declare right connections. I declare that you're going to be connected to the people who desire what you desire and, and want what you want. Not, not people you have to drag, not people you have to pull, but God's going to open up relationships and you're gonna go higher together and you're gonna see things in your life because you've connected to people who believe what you believe. This is one of the reasons why I'm so committed to small groups at Calvary. This is one of the reasons why you need to connect with other believers who will help you Break the containment off of your life. The Lord really spoke this into my spirit. It arrested me, y'all. It was so powerful that it overcame me for a little while at my desk. He said these words to me. He said, you only have one life. Don't play with it. There's no spare one. You don't have an extra one. You only have one. Let me tell you something, young person. You only have one life. Don't play with it. Don't play with your virtue. Don't play with your purpose. There's no spare one. Listen to me, sir. Don't waste time on wrong relationships, wrong company, and wrong associations. Proverbs said it like this. The person who walks with the wise We'll be wise, but the companions of fools shall be destroyed. If you want a snap shot of your future, just check out who you're hanging with. If you're the smartest person in the room, it might be time to find another room. If you want to break containment in your life, one of the ways to do it is to choose right company. Who's ready to break every ungodly, limiting, containing, producing relationship off of your life in Jesus' name? Who's ready to claim right relationships in the next season that you can help somebody and they can help you and you can go to where God has called you to go? Who's ready for containment to be broken off of your life? I know you're ready. Wrong company creates containment. Break it off in Jesus' name. The next thing the Lord showed me that creates containment in your life is fear of the unknown creates containment. When your life is controlled by fear, you feel trapped. Feel like you're behind bars. You feel like you can't move. 
Fear manifests itself in so many ways and make no mistake about it, some of you here today are wrestling with fear and that fear has created containment in your life and, and you feel trapped and you can't get out. Fearful people, people who are controlled by fear, they, they often say yes when they want to say no and they often say no when they want to say yes. Someone here today, you, you're so bound by what people think and so controlled by fear that you've said yes to wrong things because you feared being rejected. You said yes to wrong things because you didn't want to disappoint others. Saying yes to what's for you creates so much containment in your life because you wind up committing yourself to who and what creates containment and what binds you from your true purpose. But I know something. Honey, when fear stops running the show, when you stop letting fear bind you and motivate you, everything changes. Oh, I break the spirit of fear off of you in the name of Jesus. I break it off of you, young person. I break it off of you, young man. I break it off of you, mom. I break it off of you that every spirit of fear bows in the name of Jesus. You know what? You need to learn the power of no. Just no. Not no comma. Not no dot, 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 dot. Not no semicolon. No. No. When that man comes up to you and says, girl, you're so fine. Let's go to your house. Let's go to your apartment. You need to say no. But girl, you're so fine. That's right. I'm fine without you. Hallelujah. That's what you need to tell him. Learn to say no. No is a complete sentence. No. When your child asks you, can I go to a crazy party? No. Sometimes the greatest favor you can do to your, for yourself is look at your teenager and say, no. Don't even say, if your friend goes and jumps off a bridge, you gonna go to, don't even say that, just say no. Why? No. No is a complete sentence. Hear me in this room. Fear will cause you to say no to wrong things and yes to wrong things. You've got to learn when do I say my yes and when do I say my no. Some of you say no because you're afraid to fail. Some have said no and you're living contained because you're afraid to succeed. You're afraid to come out of your comfort zone. Let me tell you something. Your next level has no respect for your comfort zone. Your new dimension has no respect for your comfort zone. It's time to let the faith in God that you have in you. You, you need to let that faith in God heal the fear in you and learn to say yes. I want to say yes to the right things. So here's what I'm doing. I'm saying yes. Somebody say yes. I'm saying yes to peace. I'm saying yes to joy. I'm saying yes to a new level. I'm saying yes to hope. I'm saying yes to victory. I'm saying yes to binding demons and devils. I'm saying yes to revival. I'm saying yes to the Holy Spirit. Make a little noise if you're ready to say yes. Some of you 
you here today, man, you've, you, you've procrastinated because you're, you're full of fear. You're putting things off and you're living this life that is contained. You feel in prison because of fear. And fear leads to procrastination and procrastination will take us to paralysis. You're paralyzed in a season that God wants to bust you out of. You're not to be controlled by a spirit of fear. I read years ago that 365 times in the Bible we can interpret the scripture to say fear not. That's a fear not for every day. That's a fear not for every day of the year. When the devil comes against you in the morning and tries to get you to be bound up by fear, you need to shake your finger in his face and say, not today, devil, hallelujah. Fear not. Stop being fearful about your family. Stop being fearful about your future. Stop being fearful about your purpose. God is on your side. It's time to get full of faith and starve your fear to death. It's containing you. It's imprisoning you. The Bible promises that God doesn't give us fear. Seek the Lord and confront it because you can't control it if you don't confront it. And you can't conquer it if you don't control it. Here's what David said. David said, I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord and he answered me. And he delivered me from all my fears. Who's ready to be delivered from all your life-limiting containment fears in Jesus' name? Fear creates containment. Every time you choose fear over faith, your world is contained a little bit more and a little bit more. Here's one more thing I want to show you. Number five, contaminated conversation creates containment. Sometimes we are our own greatest enemy. Many times we sabotage our own lives. We live in a contained atmosphere and in a contained world because of what we say or even because we dwell on what has been said to us or about us. Often the words that fill our mouth can create anxiety and negativity and limitations and containment. The Lord spoke to me. He said, you not only need to renew your mouth, you need to renew your mind and you can only renew your mouth when you renew your mind. Because your mouth is only saying what your mind is telling it to say. Wrong conversations will sabotage your life and the lives of those around you almost like nothing else. Some of you are limited today. Some of you have been contained today because of what so-and-so said about you or what a mother said to you or a father or, or a leader or a husband or an ex-wife. They said something to you that contained your life. Listen, I know what it is to grow up in a home and be told you'll never amount to anything. I know what it is to have the person that ought to build you up the most tell you you're sorry, you're no good, you'll never make anything out of your life. But I want to tell you something. It doesn't matter what people say to you or about you. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is for you and he's not against you. 
speak life to yourself. Contaminated conversation is life limited. You are bound by what you say and many times as I said by what others say. Hebrews tells us this. Hebrews in the Bible says that God framed the world with his words. Do you know you're framing your own world with the words that you're saying? Proverbs says death and life are in the power of the tongue. What have you framed? What kind of world have you framed? What are you killing and what are you giving life to? What are you giving life to that ought to die and what are you killing that ought to live? Because you're framing a world that God does not intend for you to have. life been contained I can't preach to you without preaching to myself have people around you that you influence have they been cursed contained paralyzed in their purpose maybe even killed in their purpose because of your contaminated conversation the truth is every curse can be reversed and every dead thing can come back to life. Jesus specializes in turning crucifixions into resurrections. Hallelujah. Your words will either elevate or they'll devastate. They'll either build up or they'll tear down. Jesus said in Mark 11, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to this mountain, oh, God spoke to me this week. He said, you tell my people, you tell my people, there is mountain moving power in their mouth. When you speak under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, when you speak the name of Jesus, when you declare and decree that God is on your side, nothing is impossible. here today your life is contained because of contaminated conversation you can't even see beyond where you're at I, I, I can't I can't see beyond this little circle that I'm in so many people live a contained life because of the contaminated conversations that come out of their mouth your life is contained you don't see a brighter day and you framed your world with your words I want out I want a new season but you're framing your world with your words and you're saying I can't. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I had an abortion. I fell into sexual sin. I've been addicted. I can't. I'm not able. God won't do that for me. I'm not worthy to be loved like that. I 
can't own a home. I can't have a degree. I can't raise good kids. I can't, I won't. I don't believe. Your mouth is framing your word, I doubt. It bleeds over into the people around you and you begin to say, I couldn't and neither can you. You'll never be able to. People like us never. If I was more like her, So I give up. So I quit. So I'll survive. You are framing your world. Some of you have spoken yourself into containment. You thought it. And rather than doing what the Bible says and taking every thought captive you spoke it and now you're trapped have you ever been trapped have you ever been contained oh it's terrible to live life contained oh it's awful to feel like there ought to be more and our lives are so contained we're now just surviving we're now just getting by we can't see any further than where we are i have no vision for tomorrow if i can just make it everything seems dark some of you here today you're contained by doubt you're contained by offense something somebody did to you years ago it's limiting your life you're contained by your past you're contained by fear some of you have been contained by the company that you keep. Some of you have been contained by the compromises that you've made and the sin that you've opened your life up to. Some of you have been contained by your own mouth. Some of you have been contained by the people that you've allowed in your life and so much more. And now you're limited. You want out, but you don't see a way out. You feel contained. And some of you are in that place today. Some of you by live stream from all over the world, you're watching and you say, Pastor, I'm there. I didn't even realize how much I was there. I didn't even realize until you talked to me that I've been settling and not living. I've been surviving. How do I break containment? Well, I believe the Lord has shown me. When I feel contained, first of all, I pray. Your word says in Hebrews, Lord, that we should approach your throne of grace with confidence. So God, I call on you right now. Break every spirit of containment off of Jim Rayleigh's life. 
Lord, I desire you in every way and I don't want to be hindered by anything that the enemy would bring in my life that would keep me from being all you've called me to be. I call on your name. <laughs> oh God, break containment off of my life. Don't let me miss anything you have for me, God. Enlarge my thinking. Let me live with your burden because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. God, let me be passionate about what you're passionate about. Let what matters to you matter to me. Break all containment off of my life, Jesus. Lord, your word promises that prayer matters. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your word says that the fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. So Lord, I pray and you hear. So I pray and then I recondition my mind. I open my Bible and I read what the promises are and I fill my life with the word of God. Because Lord, you said that, that your word has power and your word won't return void. So I reprogram my mind. I think according to your word. Lord, I may get in a battle, but Isaiah said, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Oh, I recondition my mind. And even if my children are lost, even if they're addicted, even if they're in prison, ask for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. I call on you, Lord. According to Isaiah 45, it's not your will for me to live this contained life where I see nothing, where I, I can't see beyond where I'm at. Oh Lord, I need a shift. Lord, your word says in Isaiah 45 to enlarge the place of your tent. Lord, it says to stretch out the curtains of your dwelling, to loosen the cords, Lord. You promised that we would expand to the right and to the left. So God, I claim your word. Every promise is mine. We'll expand to the right and the left. So Lord, I, I pray and I meditate on your word and every promise of your word, I decree and declare it's my promise. So Lord, I believe that when I pray, it breaks containment. But Father, I also believe that when I recondition my mind with your word, when I get full of your word, when I get full of your word, it breaks containment. But the Lord, Isaiah also says, sing. It says praise. And it said, don't just sing. <laughs> sing loud. It says, don't just praise. Praise loud. Don't just shout. Shout loud. Here's the question. Is there anybody here ready for a shift? Is there anybody here today desperate to break containment off of your life? I want you to stand across the room and I want you to declare this after me, say in Jesus' name, 
Shout it out, raise your hand, say in Jesus' name. I break the spirit of containment off my life. I break off doubts. I break off complacency. I break off wrong company. I break off fear. I break off worry. I break off contaminating conversation. In Jesus' name, my future is bright. I pray with confidence. You hear me when I pray. I meditate on your word. I claim every promise. Lord, I praise you. And I don't just sing. I sing loud. I don't just shout. I shout loud. In Jesus' name, I declare shift, 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 shift. I'm ready for freedom. and watch this message about five times. I break containment off of you, lady. I break it off of you, dad. I break it off of you, young person. You're not gonna contaminate your life with your own words. Say, I can. God can. He will. I will. Hallelujah, hallelujah. up your hand every spirit of containment begins to be released off of your life right now chased away chased away recondition your mind stop thinking negativity 
God is not through in your situation. He's not through with your children. He's not through in your family. He's not through in your career. He's not through in your finances. He's not through in your purpose. I break all containment. Now just kind of lift your hands and lift your voice and thank Him. Let me hear the sound of revival in here. Don't even clap, just raise your hands. Let me hear the sound of revival. Come on, let me hear the sound of a new season. Come on, don't even clap, just raise your hands. Let me hear the sound of revival. You're sending the devil a note right now. You're sending the devil a signal with your voice. Come on, let me hear the sound of revival. This is what revival sounds like. This is what the glory sounds like. It's your voice. You say, Pastor, I'm thinking of praise. God never said think of praise. He said speak of praise. Raise your hands right now. Lift your voice. Containment breaks. Containment breaks. Nobody move. I'm almost done. Somebody in the room has a long enough in your spirit. I've dealt with this long enough. There's got to be more. Some of you, the containment that you're dealing with right now is because of the choices that you have made in your life. You've not allowed Jesus to be the King and the Lord. Some of you have dealt with sin and compromises that the enemy tried to make you think were really good, but all they did was imprison you. Heads bowed and eyes closed. No one moving. If you're in this room and you'd say, Pastor Rayleigh, there's things in my life that ought not be there. Things that have kept me from the Lord. Things that have kept me contained. Compromises or sin or things that have just kept me in a place that I'm ready to come out of. I've not made him fully Lord in my life. I'm not where I need to be. And the enemy has tried hard to contain me. And pastor, I feel like you care about me. I feel like you preach to me from your heart today. Pastor, if you're gonna pray for somebody, pray for me because I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. When I count to three, if you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I'm not trying to embarrass you. Heads are bowed and eyes closed. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One. Hands are already being lifted. Remember me, Pastor. Two. Things in my life ought to get under the blood today. Three. Hold that hand up. God is so good, y'all. God is so sweet. God is so sweet. God is so good. He's so loving. He's so caring. So many people have raised their hand. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you need to get anything under the blood, you need to get right. You need to make him king. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. Five, four. Jesus, this is for you. Pray for me, Pastor. Three. Remember me, Pastor. Two. Lift me up, Pastor. One. Now, if you raised your hand, you've got it held up right there. You're holding it up. 
and you didn't raise it for a man, you didn't raise it for anybody on your row or anybody around you. You genuinely want to break the containment on your life and you want to make Jesus king. I want you to come and stand right here in the front. If somebody next to you raised their hand, I want you to move and I want you to make a way for them to come. But begin to move across the room. I promise you won't come along. If somebody next to you raised their hand, maybe they're apprehensive, they've never come forward in the service before, get them by the hand because I'm telling you, this is a new season for your life and this is a powerful moment and don't miss this moment. Oh, come on. I bet if you'll clap, that scores of people will come. You watch. Come on. I bet you they'll come from the back. I bet you they'll come. I feel like God's really dealing with people over here. I bet you if you'll come, God will change it. He'll shift it. Would you keep clapping? Come on. Oh, praise the Lord. They're still coming. That's okay. I like y'all all, Betty. You came together, didn't you? So they saw me preach in Jacksonville. In about an hour and a half. God's about to open up a new season for y'all. I want everybody to take your hand and put it on your heart right now. so proud of you guys we're just going to give it to the Lord can I just minister for a minute what's your name yeah Carissa how old are you 17 you know what Carissa God's got such a great plan for your life he really does you know what I heard the Lord say Stop worrying about what people think. Stop, stop even worry about it. You got a bright future. You're, you're beautiful. Thank you. You're not just pretty, you're plenty pretty. You hear me? I believe in you. Thank you. So we're gonna break all containment today, okay? Okay, so everybody put your hand over your heart. And I want everybody to pray this prayer after me loud and strong. People are having an encounter up, there, up here. I hope you're having an encounter back there. You by live stream, hold your hand up too. And pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father in Jesus' name, in Jesus name you, see me, you see me right where I am. Right where I am. And Jesus, Jesus please, forgive me please forgive me for all my sins. All my sins. Anything, Anything that has kept me contained, kept me contained. I give it to you. Take my heart and wash it clean and make me new. Lord, I want to make you king of kings in my life. I thank you that I don't survive, that I don't live contained, but I live with joy and peace and victory. So all you folks, clap for all these folks right now. Come on. Come on, clap like you're excited for us. All right, here's what's going to happen. 
I want you guys to turn just this way and go together right over here. There's people around you that'll help you get there. I'd like to meet you right over here. I want to talk to you for a second. So everybody just turn and go this way. Why don't y'all lift up a big thank God for all these precious people. Bless you, buddy. My man. Bless y'all. Bless you guys. Amen. Bless you, buddy. Everybody glad you came to church today? Okay, nobody leave for just a minute. If you start to leave, we've got somebody with water balloons and they're going to hit you with them. Pastor, Pastor Josh is going to close us in prayer. But let me just say this. Don't forget to come Friday night. We're doing Legacy. It's going to be powerful. And then don't forget to sign up for small groups. But the bottom line is this. I'm going to the back and I'd like to meet all the new folks. So stop and see me. How many of you feel like God broke containment off of your life? Come on, if you enjoyed today and you enjoyed all God did as Pastor Josh comes, come on, lift up a big praise to the Lord. Just a reminder before you leave today that Catherine Mullins has product in the back. Make sure we just make sure she leaves here with nothing that she has to take home with her. Amen. I know you were blessed by her. Remember, small groups today, sign up. Get it while the getting is good, okay? Make sure you don't do life alone. You know, freedom is known when freedom is expressed. And when God breaks containment, we shouldn't hide it. We should let the world see all that God has done. Amen. Last thing, young adults tonight, I've got a word just for you. Meet me at young adult service, 7 p.m. God's going to move mightily. Can I just pray over you one final time, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being faithful. And thank you for being powerful, for breaking off of us, Lord, even the things we couldn't break off ourselves. And for that, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody who believes it, shout amen. God bless you. Make sure you shake the hand of two or three people. We love you here at Calvary. Sign up for Legacy in the back. And we will see you Friday night at Legacy, if not Sunday.